the year is 2024. PBS Plus has just launched, bringing the world streaming services to 4,387. How can anyone be expected to go through all this content? Fear not, loyal passengers. Captain Joe Shoes and his first mate, Mez, are here to travel through space and time to bring you the best nuggets pop culture has to offer. Strap in, folks. It's time for the Car Joe Mez Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 389 of the Car Joe Mez Podcast. I'm Mez, and my co-host is always is the magistrate of Caravan City. I am Captain Joe Shoes from the Car Joe Mez Podcast. Yeah, you are, buddy. What's up? How you doing, bro? Gomez, I'm feeling a little bit better. Still got a little yeah. bit of a cough, like the lingering Jesus. effects of a cough, or a little, you know, a little sore throat there. But I'm back in action, like the Looney Tunes. And <laughs> I wanted to ask you a question. Oh, you know okay. how, like, when you go on the social media sites, you get those suggested content, right? They give you like the reels, yeah, or the, the short videos. You should. Be, what kind of videos do you normally get in your suggested feed? Because I feel like my algorithm just completely changed recently. So normally it's uh, it's some cooking stuff, it's um, wrestling and big booty white girls recently i looked at a fucking duck video or something now i'm getting fucking duck content i'm getting a lot of ducks coming in my feed so for a while now i've been getting all this content with people cutting steaks like the butchers and i'm like i'm not a butcher myself but this is interesting and now i I know all about i know all about the marbling and i know what sections you cut into the cow to make different steaks now i'm a steak genius a steakist (laughs) but now i feel like the times they are a changing i'm seeing less and less steak and more and more wildlife showdowns in the animal kingdom (laughs) I mean, that's fun, too, but where where did that come The animals are alive for part of the video until, like, an alligator tries to take liberties on a baby hippopotamus, and then, like, the whole flock of hippopotamus. I saw that one. (laughs) I saw that one. Yeah. Like, what are you doing, crocodile? What are you doing? You're so stupid. And they came. Oh, they fucked him up, bro. It was crazy. But he ate the shit out of that baby hippo. Yes, he did. He did, but... He got fucking. He paid for it. it. He died. Oh, he paid for it. I hope he enjoyed that baby hippo. <laughs> it's like if yeah. you say, "What's your last meal going to be?" Baby hippo. Yep. Sign me up. Mm. A hippo. There's a lot. Of, I wonder. I wonder what a hippo tastes like. What do you think? It's very, I feel it's very fatty, though. Right. It's very fatty. It's nothing. Nothing. I would want. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I don't know if I want. All right, we want eaty hippos. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the Car Jomez podcast. Remember to subscribe to this show wherever it is that you're listening to it, or if you're watching on YouTube at YouTube.com/slash at Car Jomez Pod. Remember to join our Facebook group. It's free. Simply search Car Jomez Podcast on Facebook and join in the conversation. We're always talking about what we like, what we're watching, what's going on, yes. and follow us on all the social media at Car Jomez. And Gomez, we are beginning our March Madness a day early. Yeah, just a little early. It's the damn leap year. It's messing everything up, bro, that extra day. What are we doing? But it gives us an opportunity to get more in. 
It and does. if there's one thing I like to do, it's get more in. Who doesn't love getting it in? Come on. <laughs> so we watched two movies this week, and we're in the basketball bracket. So we watched Blue Chips. We watched Spike Lee's He Got Game. But Gomez, before we even get into any of that, mm. hit the breaking news music. Whoa! Breaking news. Oh, man, I'm excited to have you back with the breaking news, baby. Tell me what's going on. I tell you all the time, when news breaks, I'm the one who fixes it. And we're going to begin with Wendy's. If If you are listening to this on drop day, if you're listening to this on Thursday, leap day, Gomez, Wendy's is giving out free Cinnabon pull-aparts. What? Now, they're doing this thing. It's like mini Cinnabon pieces, like bites, Cinnabon bites in a cup. Okay. And they got the frosting all over it. They're giving it away for free on Leap Day. No purchase required, but it is only during breakfast hours. Oh, I'm going to have to... uh, I'm going to write that down here. Thursday... Because I love a cinnamon, I love me a cinnamon roll, baby. Mm, now I would suggest choose to hold on to this if you if you okay. don't like it, send yeah. it right on back. All I right. would suggest paying for the extra frosting. I figured that. Yeah, all right. Especially if you're getting it for free. Yeah. Yep. I, can I would it. suggest pay for the extra frosting. And Gomez, a couple of weeks ago, we spoke about the Wendy's breakfast burrito with the Cholula yes. hot sauce. Yes, it's we brand did. new. And guess what? What? Your double main man has tried it out. And if you go to youtube.com slash Joe Shoes right now, you can watch my video review. But I will spoil one thing, Gomez. They forgot my hot sauce. What the? (laughs) Wait, Joe, what's the name of the thing again? What's it called? So I (laughs) thought it was the Cholula breakfast burrito. Okay. But as we discussed previously, the Cholula sauce comes in packets on the side. Now, I ordered on the app, put, yes, give me packets. And I went through the drive-thru. I sit down to record my video. I'm all into it. I go in that bag. There's no Cholula hot sauce. (laughs) Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Oh, that's so fucked up. Oh, I guess we're gonna have to uh, try it again one day, huh? You gotta. You're not gonna have to twist my arm to try this there burrito. You go. Again. Damn! Oh, spoiler there, folks. But definitely go check out that video. Make sure you subscribe over at YouTube.com/slash Joe Shoes. Another thing that I'm looking forward to, Gomez. This is gonna be an oddball thing. You're gonna think I'm wilding right now. Hidden Valley, Gomez, the salad dressing company. Yeah, what about why do I give a shit? I'm I'm wondering, I'm really wondering here. They are doing a collab with your double main snack, Cheez Its. (laughs) What the fuck is going on? They are coming out with a cheesy ranch dressing dip condiment whatever you want to call it it comes in a squirt bottle you know like their regular dressings you can pour it out you could dip some tostitos in there whatever it is that your heart desires some chicken tenders maybe some chicken wings maybe some chicken 
fingers, your favorite shape of chickens. You can dip in the cheesy ranch. Cheesy ranch. Now, see, I, I'm not a ranch guy. All right, so you know, I am. Okay. I'm, I'm. I'm a big ranch guy. Are you excited? Like this cheese in your ranch? Excited? I'm you? very interested. Okay, because I don't know. To me, it sounds weird. But like I said, I'm not a ranch guy, so maybe, maybe you think it works. Because yeah, the issue with me is like I'm not going to cook anything myself that will necessitate sure. a dipping sauce. So yeah. I will basically have to go to a restaurant and bring a bottle bring of cheesy ranch with me. <laughs> Boy, the looks you would get whipping that out of your pocket. What no, thank you, Hooters waitress. I have my own sauce to test out. <laughs> cheesy ranch. Oh, okay. Well, if you ever try that, let me. If anyone tries it, let me know because I'm not gonna fucking try it. My little brother loves ranch. I, I gotta ask if he's into this. And Gomez, I think this next one is a big ticket item. Maybe not necessarily price wise, but for interest wise. And Ooh, you know me, huh? they call me the inspector of interest. So that's Ooh. why KFC now available. As you listen to this, okay. you can go get it. The KFC. Cheeza, C H I Z Z A. It is combination chicken, combination pizza, two extra crispy fillets, marinara sauce, mozzarella cheese, and pepperoni. It's a pizza, but on chicken. It's a cheeza. This is fucking amazing, bro. I'm ready to stop. The Welcome to the right fucking, fucking future, now. boys. Right fucking now, about to stop this. Holy shit! Are you kidding me? That's just why do I do that? This is just oh, I'm going. I mean, I'm pulling up the app right now, bro. I'm pulling. I up can't the wait. App. I'm so excited. Wow. So obviously that video, I'm gonna try it out as soon as I get the chance. Make sure you subscribe to YouTube.com/slash Joe Shoes to see my review video on that. I am super hyped for that. So as soon as I get the opportunity, I'm going out and getting it. Yep. Only like oh my goodness, how much is this? Thing? Oh baby. So this thing is $10.99. Ooh, Ooh, that's a little stiff. Maybe little it really stiff. Is, it is a big ticket item. The breasts are expensive, right? If you get a chicken breast, the KFC. I mean, I've, I've been told that by many people over the years. <laughs> well, I'm still going to try it. I'm ordering it to pick up for $8.30. Here we go. <laughs> so that's all the food news I got. But I do have one bit of entertainment news that we didn't touch on last week when we probably should have, seeing as how yeah. meaningful... It's going to be to both of us. The I already know what it's going to be. I knew it. I said, as soon as the podcast ended last week, I said, I forgot to fucking bring up the goddamn trailer. Oh, my God. X-Men 97, I, Gomez. Yes. Oh, I, boy, I was so hyped for it. I showed Kelly in. She was like, we are, this house is like, when's it dropping? Let's go. We are so excited for some X-Men 97. It baby. seems like everyone's on the same page, right? If, if you grew yes. up in that era, if you've ever watched it, I watched it recently, semi-recently on Disney+. Plus. I think the first couple seasons are still really good, still yeah. really entertaining. Uh, so I'm definitely on board with this. The biggest complaint I've seen, if there is a complaint, is that Wolverine doesn't sound the same. But the it's voice the same, is, yeah. It's the same voice actor. He's just yeah, 27 years like a, older. Sure, I get that. Yeah, it did sound a little weird, but I'm not expecting. Like, I get it. 
I figured they had someone new just trying to do that voice. It's the same guy. I I believe his name is Cal Dodd, but he's the same thing. Well, so yeah, no, it is. Yeah, almost thirty years. I get it, bro. Times are tough. So I'm really excited. There's one bit in the trailer that I thought was like insane where I would like that meme of like Sami Zayn with the popcorn just flipping out all over where Gambit jumps on Wolverine's back and then he charges yeah. Wolverine. Oh, so now Wolverine's crazy. claws have that Ooh, Gambit power. Crazy, I was bro. like, hook this shit to my veins, baby. I need mm. this in my life. I love the teaser at the end with Magneto, like, I'm in charge of the school. It's like, oh, right? shit, what's going to happen? I'm so fired up. I love me some X-Men, and we haven't had X-Men, especially good X-Men, in quite a while. It's been a pretty long time, Joe. You know, the Apocalypse movie was bad. Yes. But Days of Future Past wasn't terrible by any means. That's a long that's time a while ago. ago. Yeah, I get it. That's what I mean. But I it's mean, been a it's, while. It's been 24 years since the X-Men came to movie screens, right? And really transformed the superhero genre. But they've given us, I think, a decent amount of quality content in that time. X-Men, the first one, is was surpassed all expectations. I think X2 was even better. Yeah, X-Men 3, maybe not so much. But First Class, I like a lot. Days yeah, of Future I Pass, I like a lot. Um, the like I said, one. Apocalypse, not, not the best, but you're talking out of six movies, what, two? Well, what else is there? Phoenix, the Dark Phoenix one. Oh, that wasn't good. Yeah, that wasn't good. But I but, get it. So, yeah. But then the bad average is good. Yeah. Logan, everybody likes Logan. I think I like, like it even two. less than other people. X Men yes. Origins Wolverine was not great no there's two of those <laughs> there's two origins wolverine there's two yeah there's three wolverine movies oof what was the other one there's just i think it's called the wolverine oh like that that's one. right yeah, yikes when they get a little more into the story okay but hey <laughs> but still hey we still like the guy playing wolverine yes we do can't wait for him to come back 100 years later still killing it just let me dance guys just let me dance so yeah, I'm super excited, jazzed up for X Men '97. I believe that comes out the end of March. That's Finally, sneak, some new sneaking up on us. It'll be here before we know it. Disney's usually once a week, unless they don't like the the product. This Disney is usually once a week. I wonder if this will change because it's an animated thing. Um, That's true. But then again, yeah, it's not necessarily geared toward kids either. It's sure. really geared toward our age group who grew yes. up watching that X Men. The so, continuation, yes. We shall see. Uh, Gomez, one other thing that I watched this week. This was a movie I didn't even hear of until it came up in the uh, top five box office list from a while back, and you had to explain it to me. It's a Jason Statham movie called The Beekeeper. (laughs) Yes, baby. Now, I believe you've also seen this movie, right? I did. It was one of the movies. I said I watched three new releases. I talked about two of them. The Beekeeper was that third one. I watched this movie this week. I was in the mood for something new, right? I said, yeah. give me something something fresh. And I sat down and I watched The Beekeeper going in and I expected a fun little action movie. That's what I was told this is. Just have fun. It's a fun little action. And my goodness, I walked out going... This is the front runner for film of the year right now. Mark my words, February 29th, leap day. I'm saying it right here. The front runner, as we stand now, the beekeeper. 
And I don't want to get too spoilery because I still want people to go see it if they yes. have it available in their theaters. But Jason State, the, the, the premise, it's like it's a real throwback to like these old school Schwarzenegger, like very loose concept for what yes. necessitates action, like why yes. action is needed. Yes. <laughs> and then he just goes off and just does the thing. It's so and he's got to protect is. the hive, and I yeah, am here for it. Gotta protect the hive, bro. You are telling no lies here. This movie's so much fucking fun. They fucking amp it up. You're like, yo, this is crazy. And then 15 minutes later, they throw another wrench and go, yo, this is crazy. And then they throw another wrench, and you're like, what is happening in this fucking movie? Fucking, oh my god, the best. Like, don't go into this movie looking for seamless storytelling. Just oh, go in there trying to have a good time. And oh, you, you will. will. If you don't have a good time, the problem is you, my friend. Yes. You don't like fun. This is fun. You are not like this is the this you say this is a good barometer to know. Can I have fun at the movies? Because if you're not having fun, what are we doing? This is fun, bro. This is fucking fun. So I watched a lot of shit this week because I went on a, a vacation. I went on a little family vacation. I went up to was Pennsylvania. Was it all you ever wanted? Oh, uh, you know, it could have been, uh, it was all right. could have been a little better, of course. But you happy uh, to get away? Yes, but then I was also happy to run home. You know, we were with is other it, families. You is know, it it's, usually it's a spent lot. alone? Uh, I don't know the rest of the lyrics, dude. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I cannot continue this. <laughs> oh, so... We uh, we rented a house with a bunch of families, you know. We did stuff, but there was a lot of just chilling because we got a lot of kids, and you know you can only do so much at a time with the kids. They need breaks, stuff like that. You can hide so them. A- oh, I wish we did. So I did a lot of just putting on the Hulu, putting on the Tubi, just seeing what's going on over there. And like I watched things I'm familiar with. I wasn't trying to watch anything new or something. People talking. Yeah, you so can't I really stuff. focus when you're around yeah. that many people. So, you know, I put on stuff like Grandma's Boy, Dodgeball, you know, things like that where I could just pop it in, have a good time. We watched Avengers Infinity War. Why? Because it was playing and it was on halfway. So he said, why don't we just restart it and watch it from the beginning? And then we actually just literally sat there on the couch talking, you know, but we watched the whole fucking movie, 240, whatever the fuck that movie is. But, oh, my God, that movie is just the fucking best, bro. Holy shit. Right? Don't you you watch and you go, oh man, I want I want that excitement again, Marvel. Give me that goodness. Oh, this was peak cinema here. I remember walking out of the theater for Infinity War and just being like, oh my god. God damn. And the ending, I never expected for them to go there with the ending. So that's what was the big thing. Because before that, if you guys go back and listen to the old archived episodes, like when Captain America Civil War came out and other other movies, I said, at some point, there needs to be higher stakes. You can't keep having these movies where we end back at square one, exactly where we started. Someone has to die. Something needs to happen. You have to convince me that there's stakes. Because all these movies just kept ending with like a happy face. Okay, maybe like we pissed off someone in a foreign government somewhere else, but they yes. were for all intents and purposes, everyone was alive, everyone was feeling okay, and at the end, we're all still friends. And you can't keep having that. And when Infinity War gave us that ending, that was a genuine holy shit moment. 
Yes, sir. Oh, you know what's coming, but it's still like, damn, that damn Spider-Man scene. Oh, to oh, I called him Toby. <laughs> that's my Spider-Man. That's my Spider-Man. I'm like, Toby Maguire, Spider-Man. No, that's geez. my Spider-Man. Come on, everyone's got a Spider-Man, right? So I'll, we got Toby Maguire, wonderful Spider-Man. Come on, who's your Spider-Man? Uh, this little boy. I mean, he's great. I do think he's the best one, but still, Toby is ours. Listen, even if you era adjusted using the advanced analytics, this guy, Tom Holland, he's Spider-Man. This is the definitive Spider-Man until further. Sure, notice. I agree, but I do think, I think we have some better movies. You know, like those Spider-Man movies, they're good. But, you know, Tobey Maguire movies, man. Mm, well, you know? speaking of better movies, Gomez, I was on YouTube the other night. <laughs> uh oh And I told you, YouTube will just suggest all these random yeah. movies to me now. <laughs> what are they doing? So I was watching a, a baseball video, and as it finished up, I think I was washing a cup or something, so I wasn't in front of the remote to immediately put on something else. So it transitions sure. into the next thing, and it put on a movie. And I watched the movie... Cabin Boy with Chris Elliott. Oh, wow. Cabin Boy. <laughs> I don't think I've seen this movie since it first came out on like VHS. I'm pretty sure we rented it as a as a family back in the day for me and my brother to watch. Like, oh, we got to see this Cabin Boy film. But, oh, you know. And um, still not good. <laughs> still, still not good. But I sat there. I watched the whole fucking thing, man. I've ne I've never gone back to see it since seeing it when uh, it first came out. And uh, yeah, I was never a fan of Captain Boy. <laughs> it, but I will say, what is great is when he's on the boat and he's with all the old men. One of them is Lou Brown, the manager from the Indians oh, in Major League. The other good. one is um. Noah Vanderhoff from Wayne's World. Noah's Arcade. <laughs> Noah's Arcade. <laughs> so it becomes like a spot the old guy game. I'm like, wait, why did like why do I know this guy? And I'm like racking the old noodle, you know, like what's going on? You got to tell me. So finally, I gave up. I went to IMDb. I'm like, this voice sounds familiar. I'm like trying to place it. It became a fun time of spot the guy. So for that, it was worth it. But still, not a good movie. I do love a spot the guy, but yeah, it helps when it's a good movie. Cabin Boy, yeah. uh, you know, it is something I have wanted to revisit, but then it's just like, I just, I don't know. You really got to be in the mood for something like that. <laughs> you really got to be in the mood for Cabin Boy. I, I do. I remember the commercials, the trailers. Like, it was kind of a thing, like, shockingly, like, to think, like, such a weird-ass, stupid movie. Like, it was, it was As I'm watching popular. it, I think about, like, all the movies that get released now and we talk about they have trouble getting even into theaters and stuff yeah you're gonna tell me like cabin, cabin boy got boy. a wide exactly. release that's what i'm saying it was the trailers were all over the place you know chris elliott this weird it guy. had a genuine <laughs> promotional budget yes yeah. well that's crazy to think about and it's the truth this is uh, like you know sure cabin boy could get made now but you know it's on Tubi. it's on fucking 100 it's yeah you know, it's yeah the hulu it's, comedy <laughs> movie for the next three months so fun months <laughs> that's being generous joseph months those movies don't last you know that but they'll count that as their new release for the next three months oh is that what they do those you know like when john cena does the movies where him and his wife go to the, yeah, the island the and drink booze yeah. yeah vacation friends it's all like it'll be when you open the app 
it's the first thing on your page for like the next three months. It's crazy. These companies just be whatever they tell us, right? Like, and I'm sure it's the most watched movie, right? It's always the most watched movie. You never hear anyone talk. You ever hear anyone talk about those movies? They no. got a fucking sequel. So, like, what, my favorite what? is when they tout it as, oh, over two million minutes watched. Like, what are you, YouTube? It's ridiculous. I don't, I don't know what to believe. Did you see, Joe? That uh, I mean, maybe we're old men here, I but so. the NBA, the NBA All Star Game was up like fourteen percent in the ratings this year, and like, we hated it. And we, I, but like everyone I hear, like I haven't heard anyone. Say I haven't a good heard thing anyone about the saying anything. I heard the entire weekend was bad. Outside of the, the Steph the Curry points. and yeah, Sabrina yep. Ionescu, or however you say her last name, outside of their shooting competition, I heard the dunk contest was bad. Yeah, I heard. The, I mean, I saw the last quarter of the All Star game, but every insider pundit, everything yeah. I've heard has excoriated the yeah. the actual well, game did. itself. I don't know, but it was up a couple mil, like you know, a million and a half viewers, whatever, like. Okay, that's pretty crazy to me. Yeah. I don't know how it works, but again, are they saying you know counting because it was on two channels and maybe it streamed on one of the streaming apps and you know like they they like to combine all these these numbers now to give you like the Super Bowl number. It was one hundred and twenty three million, but that's counting everything. They're counting yeah. all the channels, the streaming. They're counting everything. I don't know. Can't be trusted, these bastards. Did you watch anything else this week, Gomez, or should we get into our... We could get into it. Yeah, I didn't watch anything. Like I said, just, just stuff that I rewatched that really, you know, dodgeball. It's still funny, guys. Watch it. You know, <laughs> what am I going to say? Is it still funny? <laughs> uh, I don't think it's like I wouldn't keep it up on the top of my list, but I still mm. enjoyed it. But no, I it's see, not. I don't think it's I like can see still there. enjoying it, but... yes. For me, even at the time, it was one of those movies that didn't replay well. It was great upon initial viewing. Walked out of there, left my balls off. But when it came out on DVD and you go back to watch it, so much of the comedic factor to me was built on the surprise is yeah. of it. And it didn't translate as well to a repeat viewing. Yeah, I get it. That's what I mean. It's, it's not going to be high on my list, but I still enjoy it. It's on TV. I would watch it, but no. When you're talking classic comedies of that era, I wouldn't throw dodgeball up there. I mean, I think it's good. That year, 2004, yes. gave us a lot of good stuff. That's but... what I mean. Like, you know, I take the other ones. I take Wedding yeah. Crashers. I take a Will Ferrell movie. You know. I mean, Anchorman. That's my gold standard. Nothing. Nothing. So. Nothing's being Anchorman. That's just. Uh, uh, that's it. Anchorman two, not so good. Anchorman one. That was one of those movies where. Every time I rewatched it, I found something different that yeah. I thought was the funniest bit in the movie. Have you watched Anchorman 2 since we first watched it when it first came out? I want to say maybe I watched it one more time. Because I'm interested in giving it one more. Because I remember going, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Not great, but like I still had some fun with it, I thought. But I don't know. Maybe I'm I still can't. That up. There's nothing in the movie that I can like recite or that stands out. Where, I don't that remember I, much I, about that it. I took That's away what... from the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. I don't remember much about it. I, don't I believe really it's, it's our man James Marsden again, being handsome. Yes, he is James Marsden. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, he's the best, bro. You know like, what? A handsome gonna, fella. I'm gonna reach out to James Marsden and <laughs> see if he do. wants to be on this podcast. Tell him we apparently are one of his biggest fans. We didn't realize until recently, but we pretty much love everything he does. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he's very handsome. Very handsome. So charming and just, oh, I love him. What a guy. <laughs> I've only reached out to one celebrity before to try to get them to be, do an appearance on this show, and that was Will Smith. Oh, I and thought I, you were going to say The Rock. I no. Thought, I, I, <laughs> what are we going to do with The Rock? Man, we used to love you. <laughs> Make good movies. <laughs> Don't ruin WrestleMania. <laughs> Uh, but Will Smith is the only guy. Like I genuinely tried yes, to reach I remember out that. to him yes, because I did. wanted him to come on and do an interview needs, about the legend of Bagger Vance. Yes, he needs to talk about that. We don't want to talk about this. We don't care. I don't. I don't want to talk about the slap. I don't want to. I don't. Care. None of that. All I want to do is talk about the legend of Bagger Vance, one of my favorite movies of all time. That's, That's it. it. Uh, I don't even want to talk about the, the next Karate Kid, you know, the new Karate Kid uh, with his like. I don't want to even bring up, like, bro. I just want, I would just want to know, like, what was going through your head when you're walking around Savannah, Georgia? <laughs> do it. Let's do it again. Let's send him another <laughs> message. Really hammer that's just a bag of Vance. Tell him we're a bag of Vance podcast. We are a bag of Vance centric <laughs> podcast, <laughs> and it, we just think. It's actually called the Bagger of Vance's Legend podcast. <laughs> oh, it's no worse to call Joe Man. <laughs> so, yeah, James Marsden, if you're listening, I don't see why you wouldn't be. We think you're really handsome and fun, and we'd like you to come on this show and just shoot the shit. Maybe just let us look at you gaze into those piercing eyes you know what it's actually not bad timing with x-men 97 come out we could get the cyclops oh, on here oh yeah that's a, look at that idea man here we go sign it up let's go uh but we did begin our march madness bracket this week gomez yeah, we started baby. in the basketball area we watched two movies the winner was voted on in our facebook group so if you're not already a member Feel free to jump in. It is free to join. And every week you can vote on this. And it's your votes that will pick the winner that advances to the next round of the bracket. We started with Blue Chips and He Got Game. So, Gomez, I'm going to start with Blue Chips. Sure. I think that's the place to start. Blue Chips comes out in 1994, runs an hour and 48 minutes. And at the time, felt like it was really just a vehicle for Shaquille O'Neal. Sure. Because Shaq was one of the biggest stars, celebrities. He was he broke through just being an athlete. He was pop culture. He was yes. doing ads for everything. He was everywhere. People wearing Orlando Magic jackets and apparel that have never given a shit about basketball at all, but they love this guy. There's something about seeing a giant man with smiling and laughing yes. and being charismatic having a good time and doing yep. Pepsi commercials. And he had his own line of toys. He used to have those Shack attack toys and he had the Reebok yeah, deal. Man. He was Shaq everywhere. <laughs> oh my goodness. Shaquille O'Neal was everywhere. And he was just one of those <laughs> dudes. Everybody loved. So when this movie comes out, it feels like it's going to be just a vehicle to promote him. And it's really not. No. Nice. What they got seven minutes of screen time, really? You know, when you add it up. So the story behind this is a college basketball coach is forced to break the rules in order to get the players he needs to stay competitive. Mm. So we get Nick Nolte playing the role of head coach Pete Bell and his 
program has fallen on hard times. And the only oh. way he can attract marquee recruits to his basketball program is by breaking the NCAA regulations oh. and start giving them cash and houses oh. and cars. And we get Shaquille O'Neal as a recruit. He plays Neon Boudou. Yes, we get <laughs> a great name. <laughs> by the time this movie comes out, we get Penny Hardaway. We all knew Penny Hardaway, but when this was being yes. filmed, he was yeah. not a no really well-known superstar at that moment. And I remember in the time when this movie comes out being very dis- everybody <laughs> wanted to see it because everybody loves Shaq. But I remember being very disappointed with it. Sure. IMDb, for some reason, has this rated at a 6.3. I think that is excessively high for this movie. Rotten Tomatoes is more like it. It gives it a 38% with an audience score of 51%. Now, when you get these celebrity movies, you think there's going to be like a boon to the box office numbers? Not here, my friends. On a $35 million budget, it only brings in $26 million worldwide. A big flop. Really, the story is the whole thing, and it's really about the coach. It focuses on Nick Nolte, and it's Nick Nolte's internal struggle with if he really wants to go down the cheating route. Is he going to go against all his morals and ethics and start paying players? just to bring his program back to prominence. First losing season, bro. He's all fucked up. What am I going to do? Well, we're going to cheat. I love it. Let's start cheating. Okay. (laughs) Now, this was a big part of the national conversation back then. Like, oh, these college kids are always doing this or getting this. Basketball makes the joke uh, repeatedly throughout the movie. Like, oh, do you think Shaq got rich? playing in Orlando, and everyone goes, no, Shaq got rich in college. Everybody knows that. Yes, that's all. it's always been the thing. Until recently now where you could actually pay them to this day. It's yeah, always the, an issue. The NIL yeah. money. Yeah, Name, image, and likeness rights. Ooh, yes. You don't, you're not getting paid for that. You get paid for that. It's so silly. Such a silly thing. But, yeah, I mean, back then, I, and what I love is, so this movie's you know, so old, and one of the first things in the movie, talking about, man, these kids today, they're not playing ball. They're just driving to the hoop. They all, all they want to do is dunk the ball. They're not playing fundamentals. It's so fucking funny, man. It's the same shit. They just change up what it is. I was going to say substitute dunking for taking three-pointers now. It's so – I'm dying. It's like one of the first things you hear. I'm like, this is hysterical. You just – any sports movie, no matter what, you just that's what, they, that's what people talk about, these kids these days. So this is said to be based on the career of a coach named Tate's Lock, and he was okay. the coach at Clemson from 1970 to 75, and I guess he did – some of these illegal activities that okay. came out in a uh, Sports Illustrated expose in 1982. Mm-hmm. So I guess this is loosely based on this story. Uh, we get a lot of cameos here. We get cameos yes. from Rick Pitino, Bobby Knight, Thank some of the stuff. Yeah. yeah, some of the big college coaches at the time. We get Larry Bird in here for a, a hot yes. second. He's actually yes, got man. lines. Uh, one of the cool things about the Larry Bird scene is where Nick Nolte meets him is actually Larry yeah. Bird's property. And that oh, really? Court, yeah, where that court he's playing on in French Lick is the same court that they filmed the Converse sneakers commercial back in the 80s with Larry and Magic really? Johnson. That's so cool. So like I said, brought in $26 million, came in 57th domestically in Ooh. 1994. 
Gomez, I'll give you some guesses if you can guess the two movies that sandwich blue chips. 94. We're going to go with... Um, so you need movie number 56 and 58. What's 94? We're going to go with... Uh, <laughs> cool World. And, uh, <laughs> I think Cool World was even earlier. I think it was like 92. I was going to say like 92 <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I have no clue. Because I'm thinking of old movies, but... Brother, you ain't never getting these. Carnosaur 3. No. And... <laughs> so at number 56, we have The Piano. Wow, okay. So and at number 58, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Wow, see, I could have maybe guessed that one. <laughs> wow, that did so bad, I, huh? How many guesses <laughs> would you have needed to get that one? <laughs> no, it, it would have been a while. But Sister <laughs> Act, I can't believe how low that is. I thought Sister Act was I was hit, a little right? bit surprised, too, because... I actually thought the first Sister Act had a lot of good buzz. I remember seeing it yeah. when it first came to video, got like rented, and we all watched it because like Whoopi yeah, was family friendly. Yes. And I remember thinking like, oh, this movie's like pretty fun. Like I thought a sequel would have done well, but apparently not so well. Do you know what the number one movie thirty years ago was? Uh is this Jurassic Park or is this next? What year is this? Jurassic Park 94? was the year before. Year before ninety, uh, so ninety four, uh, Anim animated movie. Oh, so then it's it's Disney, right? So what is uh, it's not Aladdin, it's uh, it's Lion King. It is the Lion King. Lion King. Okay. But what stands out, the so Lion King is number one. The domestic take seems a little low to me. Two hundred ninety five point six million dollars. Really? Okay. We live in a culture oh. where we're used to seeing these enormous numbers up top on these lists, right? So 295.6 seems low to me for the number one movie of the year. Sure, but I think that's like one of the highest grossing animated movies at the time. I think that was at the time. I'm sure if we, uh, back then as well, and if we adjusted for inflation now, like what is what does that look like in 2024 dollars? It's probably $2 billion maybe. I, I don't know. I'm not a money scientist. So blue chips, Joe. Did you uh you've seen this before? Like you I have this, seen uh... this before. I wanted I didn't go see it in theaters. I wanted yeah. to, but going to the movies was a privilege in my house. Sure. I didn't get to see it in theaters, but I did get to see it when it came to VHS. Yeah. I remember hearing all the chatter that people didn't like it and they were disappointed. And when I finally saw it, I felt the same way. I was sure, disappointed. I, I wasn't really into it. I wanted more Shaq. I wanted it to of be course. Shaq's movie. And it definitely yeah. was not Shaq's movie. Yes, I said you got an adult movie about a, a man dealing with his inner turmoil. You know, well, one like of that. the things that did appeal to me was the appearance of Ed O'Neill, who plays yes. like the investigative journalist yes. here, because I was as a big Married with Children fan, seeing Ed O'Neill yes, in he anything never really did anything. Yeah, he really wasn't. He was so typecast in that role for so long that he wasn't getting the opportunity to do really a lot of things at all at that point. But whoever the director was had worked with Ed O'Neill on something else in the past. So he brought him in to give him this role and think about like the decades that he was just Al Bundy. Now you have a whole generation of people that only know him as the guy from modern family. So hundred percent. He's the dad from modern family. That'll be, that I think that'll be his last day. Cause it's just like, we forget about all that old stuff and, Modern Family, yep, that's it. Well, you're Smash talking about it. almost 30 years now since Married with Children was last on the air as well. 
Yeah. I mean, it's pretty now, crazy to have a career that you could do that 30 years later to have like 100%. A number well, one. And when you think and about he's it, a major part of the show, too. It's not like he's a, like he's a big deal. Man. When you think about it, to play, and we t- kind of talked about this when Carl Weathers passed away, like to play these multiple iconic roles. Yeah. Maybe you get one. If you're super yeah. lucky, exactly. you get That's one. That's what you hope for, to get one role that you'll be like, yep, that was the shit. Have two, three, what? Even in the movie Airheads, like Chaz says, he goes, All I need to do is write one song that lives forever. Just getting there once. Just once. And now you're talking about a guy who did 10 seasons of Married with Children, high rated show, loved show, beloved show, showed in syndication over and over and over for years and years and years. And then, what, 15 years later? comes out and does another 10 years on modern family another beloved show gonna be around forever in syndication and reruns and streaming and wherever else you can find it it's gonna be everywhere maybe it's not the variety of roles like a real actor wants to be doing but when you have that kind of iconography attached to your career that's incredible it's pretty awesome. Can't complain. It's like, you know, it was, I roughed it for a few years, but now I'm mega on top again. Like, it's yeah. like, okay. So I did finally see it on VHS. Wasn't really a fan. And watching it back again this week, not really a fan. I feel like this movie does a very poor job of capturing any of the emotion or any of the real drama. Nick Nolte is telling you he's going through internal strife. But at I no point that. do you ever really feel it. Stop to to take a minute to yeah. Pretty, and, I guess the only scene would be when he tries to go to the ex wife and she tells him no, you can't be here. That's like the only time where he's just kind of gotta yeah. wallow in his 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 misery there. Yeah. And even the basketball scenes, I feel like are very underwhelming. They do a poor job of capturing the actual excitement because of a, lot, a basketball. It's a game. lot of the coach. It's a lot of focusing on the it's, coach. You'll see a exactly. pass. And then the focus is on the coach. Pass the damn ball. Where's the you're yelling at the ref? Shut like that. Yes, I agree. I do. I do enjoy the movie because I think Nick Nolte is good. Like I enjoy. Like he's 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 doing it. Like he's doing. It. I agree. They could be a little more show than tell. But yeah, I'm enjoying the movie and seeing him go through it. So, in the lead up to this movie, he actually shadowed Bobby Knight for like two months. Like going to all the Indiana games, sitting behind the bench, watching his process, watching what he, I mean, he's basically dressed like him and acting like him throughout the movie. Kicking the ball. Yeah. 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 You know, wearing the sweater over the collared shirt and all that. It may not be based on Bobby Knight, but he's definitely a huge influence on this movie. Bobby Knight for people who don't know. Right. But there's gotta be people like, who the fuck is Bobby Knight? That's the name too. That just. You know, he got in trouble. Eventually, he got in trouble one too many times, and then that's it. Bobby Knight just disappeared. Bobby Knight was the stereotypical coach who was just overbearing and in your face and would demean you and sometimes put his hands on you. And this was all supposed to be okay because he's Bobby Knight. He's won a national championship, and Indiana (laughs) is basketball country. So you do whatever Bobby Knight tells you to do. Like, what even... The thought of fighting back to Bobby Knight. Who do you think you are? What what (laughs) national championship have you won? It's just some punk kid. This is Bobby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's true, bro. Coach's shit. That was crazy back in the day. 
So that brings us to the second movie in our March Madness bracket in the basketball division. We step over to He Got Game. He Got Game comes out in 1998, so just four years later. Very different tone of film than Blue Chips. Yes, sir. And this stars Ray Allen as Jesus Shuttlesworth. Ray Allen, not an actor, NBA basketball player. NBA basketball player. And also Denzel Washington. Yes, sir. So we got some real star power here. And yet another movie that disappoints at the box office. Spike Lee attached as director and writer. This is actually the first movie in Spike's career to that point that he wrote and directed and didn't even do a cameo in. Oh, yeah, you know, that's true. Yeah, that's right. And it's of all the movies tonight, like he could have just been a guy on the street. You know, he could have just been walking down the block in Coney Island on the fucking Ferris wheel. So funny. Uh, the movie has a budget of $25 million, only grosses $21.5. Mm, barely made money. So it's, it's basically a flop. IMDb gives it a 6.9. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes, 80% fresh. The audience score of 83% fresh. And this is the story of a basketball player whose father must try to convince him to commit to a certain college so he can get a shorter prison sentence. The story here is that Jake Shuttlesworth, as played by Denzel Washington, is trying to convince his big-time high school prospect son to commit to Big State College. And if he does that, they will give him a shorter sentence. He is in prison for murdering his wife and the mother, obviously, of Jesus Shuttlesworth here. Uh, interesting story to say the least. Love, love, love high concept movies like this. Yo, you're in jail. We're gonna let you out of jail for a week. If you could get your son to sign to this college, we'll let you be a free. I love shit like that. That's great. Great idea. And he's on a time limit. They give him a week. He's got they put him in the most seedy hotel in Coney Island you can find. He's got the ankle bracelet. His like parole officer, if you want to call him that, is played by the great Jim Brown, the Hall of Fame yes, running is. back. <laughs> it's great. Love, uh, love shit and, like that. And we get a lot of people kind of walking around it here. It becomes a spot the guy movie. Obviously, Rosario yes. Dawson. This is basically love a Rosario it. Dawson podcast. It feels like sometimes yes, she's is. in this as <laughs> the girlfriend of Jesus. She plays Lala, his high school Lala. sweetheart. Yes. Are they going to be together? But everybody's trying to get a piece of Jesus here. Of That's course. what you do Jeez. when you have a guy who you know is going to be a millionaire at some point. Got to get course. your piece. Except the dad. The dad doesn't want a piece. He just wants a shorter prison sentence. <laughs> he just want to get out of jail, bro. I love this movie because this is 98. Um, you know, teenager. Just like my first Spike Lee movie. It's like my first Denzel movie. I can't think of. I probably didn't see another Denzel movie before this. You know, and... Uh, Denzel, I'm like, yo, this fucking Denzel guy is pretty fucking good. And then Ray Allen, who don't love Ray Allen, Ray Allen was the best. I love Ray Allen growing up because of this movie also. Because to see a guy like, oh, this guy made a movie? I want to follow his career. So then you got to follow and see what he does. You know, so I always rooted for Ray Allen. And he's a young player at that point. I think he'd been in the league for like a year. He wasn't the original choice to play the role of Jesus. But once it was offered to him, he took it immediately. Of course, to be in a Spike Lee movie back then, that's like, that's a big deal, bro. So, oh, I remember. So I first saw this movie on cable. We, I talk yeah. about having the elite, illegal cable box back in the yeah. day. And when this came to pay-per-view, 
I remember sitting down and watching it because it was a basketball movie and I'm yeah. going to sit and watch sports movies. Was kind of surprised by the serious nature of the sure. movie, especially at that yes. time. Definitely was not in my wheelhouse, but I remember enjoying it. I've always enjoyed this movie from as far back as I can remember. I like the performances. I like the story. And there's one scene in particular where I was like, all I want to do is be a highly recruited athlete. Because when he goes to whatever college it is on his visit, Boss. and they open the door, and there is Jill Kelly Chase and Chasey Lane, Lane <laughs> two of the most popular adult film stars at the time. Like, 100%. this is them at peak time. Yes, and is. they're laying in that bed, waiting to show Jesus a good time, give him an excuse to commit to this college. I said, this is what I want with my life. I want to go away to college. I want to go away to college. <laughs> started picking up the basketball. Started dribbling that ball. <laughs> it was way too late for me by that point. Never say never. But that scene stood out to yes. me so strongly. Especially, yep. I think at this time, I'm maybe 16 when this movie exactly. comes out. To so a porn that star movie, in a, a mainstream. What? And, like, not just – it wasn't just any point. It wasn't just a hot yes. girl topless. You yes. know what I mean? Like, these were two of the biggest porn stars. And they weren't called by their real names in the movie. It's not like they said, hey, we brought in these porn stars for yes. you, Jesus. It's no. like Susie and whatever else they're calling. Yeah. So they gave them fake names like they're just college co-eds. But I'm yes, like, like, they're my, college like, my God, like, this happens. This happens to real – like – when real top tier athletes are going on their recruiting process, this is the kind of th like, who wouldn't want this? Like, so, bribe me with everything, everything. You're gonna offer money? I will take it. Cars? Yes. Women? Absolutely. I want it all. I am far beyond <laughs> reproach. I love it. It's true. No, I no scruples. No scruples here. Oh man, I love, I love that you. I was gonna bring it up, and you brought it up first. God bless. Uh, Spike Lee originally wanted another young NBA player who had just finished his rookie season to play the role of Jesus Shuttlesworth, and that boy's name was Kobe Bryant. Yes, sir. and Kobe read the script. Kobe wanted to do the movie, but after his rookie season, he kind of flamed out against the Jazz in the playoffs. And he had committed to like a rigorous strength and conditioning program in the offseason because he didn't want to wear down like he did in his in the regular season. So he was so committed to that. He said, I'm not going to be able to do this movie. So it went on to the next couple of people. And I guess Stefan Marbury was considered. Yeah, Allen Iverson one, was yeah. considered. But neither one of them had any interest in auditioning. So the fact that they didn't want to audition, they just wanted it. Yeah. Yep. If it was so given fun. to them, they'll show up and do it. But if the fact that you wanted them to audition, Spike was like, mm, "Not happening." It's like, in bro, comes, you're not an actor. It's like, what are you doing? Like, come on. <laughs> in comes Ray Allen. He takes it, and I think for the most part, it He's works good. out really yeah. well. I don't think sure. Ray Allen hampers this movie, even no, as a non-actor. No, no, he's playing his part. I think he does a good job with it. Uh, Kobe Bryant, I mean, it's got to be a total different movie, right? Just because the, the character itself, like, it's just, I don't know. Like, because, you know, you think of Kobe one way. So it's like, 
Is he going to be acting the same way Jesus was acting? Like, I don't know. That's that the thing weird. is the intensity that I associate with Kobe yeah, Bryant. That's what I, I mean. don't like, see him not bringing that to the movie. Like, I don't yeah, see him like, half-assing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I see him going to Spike, even though he ain't shit, you know, going, you know, I don't know, Spike. I think, I don't know if my if I would do that. You know, he'd be trying to rewrite script and shit. Like, I totally see Kobe doing that shit. Oh, what if? I know that's a great what if. Uh, one thing about this movie that I found very odd in in rewatching it, the music selection, the score of this movie, there's a lot of weird, like old timey big band kind of songs. It's very you wouldn't think it was a basketball movie that you're Not watching. At all. But I wonder if he's trying to build that drama, especially because like it builds to the basketball game at the end where they play each other, and during that, like it's very. Like you think you're watching fucking Batman or something. Like it feels like like a total different, like a real battle between. So I maybe that's what he was going for, something like that. And that game at the end actually is a real battle because the original script had it for Jesus just to win eleven nil or something. And Spike said, "You know what? Just play for real, and we'll see what we need and what we get." Denzel actually goes up five nothing. Love it. Love it. <laughs> and then Ray Allen gets pissed off. Of course. Scores, well, scores the next 10, and Spike called cut and that they were done for the day. Hysterical. <laughs> oh, it's a great. That basketball game at the end is fantastic. I fucking love it. I'm just like, this is so good. I, this is good. I'm a like big when fan people, Denzel, you almost get sick of hearing about because everybody harps on how great he is. He's great. But if you actually watch his work, he deserves he deserves the every every accolade, flowers, whatever you want to call it. He deserves it all. Denzel is a top three, two actor of our generation. He is fan fucking fantastic. He's a and I'm not gonna tell you all his movies are incredible. No, but they're not. His performances he brings it yep. even in bad movies are always top. There's that movie Flight where he plays the drunk pilot. Yes. On its a throwaway surface, movie. It's a fucking like what? silly throwaway movie. Exactly. And Boy, yet he he's it. so committed to the role where like even I'm watching that, like I'm on the edge of my seat, like, oh fuck. I believe every word this man is saying right now. The courtroom scene at the end. What? Oh, it's like it's incredible. He's he's great. He is. Well, and not saying like I'm, I'm pretty sure like this is the first time I'm watching Denzel, and I'm like, this fucking guy is, this guy is fucking good, bro. Well, like we were saying, this movie comes out when I'm about 16, so you're about yeah. 14. You know, blue chips even earlier than that. We're taking another four years off the top there. There comes a point where you're watching movies, but you don't fully appreciate what you're sure. just, you're just there yes. to be entertained, right? And I would say yeah. for me. I probably go into my 20s before I'm actually looking at movies in a way to 100%. be appreciative of them um, outside of things that are just readily apparent and obvious. 100%. I feel the same way. Like, if I seen a movie when I was 10, 12 years old, I pretty much say, yeah, I really haven't watched a movie. Like, I, I haven't really seen it because you haven't. Uh, that happened to me in high school. I took a film class, and that just opened me up to, you know, appreciating film. You know, I always liked movies. But then this guy, you know, my teacher taught me to appreciate everything about it. the cinematography. Look what he was doing there. Look what he's doing there. And then that's when I started. Here we go. You know. So 
Look at that. School works. School is good. It unlocks things. Look at that. You know, we say uh, Tubi is the place to go to to find the most random stuff. And last week I, when I was in Pittsburgh, I was just looking for something to watch. I put on Tubi. Yeah. And in the suggested comes up this documentary about Kevin Smith. And it's just called Clerk. And it's a legit documentary. And Kevin's involved in everything. And even he talks about, like, movies were just movies. And he always liked movies. And his dad would take him to movies. So he associates going to the movies with, you know, good times with his dad. And then he saw this one movie, and off the top of my head, I, the name escapes me, but it changed the way he thinks he thought about film. It was like, wait a minute, this guy just made a movie that's this. He's like, I feel like I can do that. And it spoke to him in a way, it was like an awakening, an epiphany, if you will. And I think that's a, for a lot of us. Whenever we have something we like, you can think about it on a much deeper level. I watched baseball my entire life. And yet when I started reading different writers as I got into my late teens and early twenties, like the book Moneyball changed the way I looked at a game I've been watching as far back as my memories can go. It's a completely different game to me now. Yeah. Some people will say that's for better. Some people will say that's for worse, but you look at things differently through a different prism. And it's the same thing with movies and for anything else, in all honesty, that you enjoy. You can do this and find deeper meaning and deeper conversation, facts, fiction. What are we looking at here? I see it uh, with the Major Wrestling Figure podcast, for instance. We got the guy D Freedom who comes in and analyzes the paint deco on the figures. To me, I've never looked at yeah. figures that deeply, but then but he like, says oh, something that brings yeah. something and you're like, Oh, he's, he's right, man. And it becomes like an eyesore. Now you can't unsee it. I mean, there are a lot of things he says that I think are like too nitpicky, whatever. That's me. But then there are some things where you're like, my goodness gracious, this guy's got an eye for stuff. Like you can't even imagine. (laughs) My movie was usual suspects. When I saw usual suspects and that ending hit me, I was like, holy shit movies are crazy like you're like whoa oh i love it that was a big movie at the time that i remember like yes oh that movie you know who kaiser soze is like it had a lot of a lot of chatter about it so yeah so those were our first two movies of the march madness year gomez what do you say we hit some music yes sir Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you a man? Are you a man? All right, Joe. How you want to do this today with our main man standings? We want to one at a time. Just give a winner. What do we want to do here? Let's give let's give our, our own grades. But like okay. we said, it's not our votes that matters. It's the vote of people within our group. But yes, both sir. of us did vote in that we poll did as vote. well. Yes, we did. All right. So we'll start with blue chips since that's what we started with here. What uh, where, where does blue chips fall on your main man standards? Still a disappointing movie to me. I still, like I said, there still seems like a genuine lack of ability to capture the emotion of what's going on in this movie takes away a lot and i think the focus should be more i understand what the story is but especially for the movie what it was should have been at that time period should have been the focus 
more on the players and especially Shaquille O'Neal. So for that reason, I find it pretty much a slog the entire way through. I'm going to give Blue Chips a single and a half main man. Hmm. Wow. Okay. So I definitely don't uh, hate the movie like you. I don't like. Well, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a two and a half. Uh, you know, I think it's good. Not great. I think. I think if you're into what Nick Nolte's doing, I think that really. I think that would determine how you feel about the movie, right? Because I mean, it's pretty much him, and he's bouncing off a couple people, but it's pretty much him going through it, shit like that. Yeah, two and a half sounds about right. Mm, then we have He Got Game, Spike Lee's basketball joint from 1998. What's that for on your main man standings, baby? Remember liking it when I first saw it? Still like it to this day. I don't think it's a perfect movie by any means. Uh, there was some tightening up in the plot we could have used here, but I still find it to be a very enjoyable movie. And Denzel's performance, especially, like I said, the man is great and everything. Like he just. He's amazing. I don't know what else to say about a guy that is universally regarded as one of the best at his profession. You know, what yeah. What can I say that's going to supersede anything like that? Oh. So I'm going to say this movie is a triple and a half main man. Yeah, I'm, uh, I think I'm uh, it's three and a half, four. Yeah, I might give it a four, but that might be because of my uh, nostalgia and loving it. So we'll do three and a half. We'll we'll give it the three and a half. And so that obviously means that we both that voted. Both for, of us voted for he got for game. He got game. Sadly, that did not work out for us, as it was a pretty. It was a romp. Yeah. Because blue chips got sixty five percent of the votes. You guys just killed this thing. And from the start, I mean, as soon as I put that poll up, Blue Chips had like seven votes. Like, it's like it was boom, a right shutout for a, for a bit there. Yeah, right away. It was like, oh, shit, okay. And uh, it continued on for the rest of the weekend. And it pains me, but, hey, the, the crowd has spoken. And uh, Blue Chips moves on to the next rounds to take on Hoosiers. Hmm, okay. Interested to see how that one plays out. I don't know. We'll see. So Mm. where does that bring us for next week then, Gomez? I was thinking maybe we could uh, jump on over to the hockey bracket. Let's uh, let's do some hockey maybe. What do you think? Oh, let's do that hockey. So in our hockey bracket, our buy team or buy movie is uh, Slapshot, right? The classic Slapshot when people talk about hockey Universally pretty much regarded as the preeminent hockey hockey movie. movie. So we... We move that on to the first round, to the second round, excuse me. So let's see. Who's going to win the chance to take on Slapshot? Will it be the Mighty Ducks, those lovable Mighty Ducks, or will it be Kurt Russell rallying the troops in Miracle? What's it going to be, folks? Oh, nice. Now, I believe both these movies are available on Disney+. Plus. So easy watching for everyone involved. Uh, Based on how our group voted this week, I would think this is an easy run for the Mighty Ducks. I would think so. I think, uh, you know, we didn't really do any, like, heavy nostalgic picks on here except for Mighty Ducks, which I think think that's going to be a romp. But I don't know. You hockey boys, you know, Miracle's a big deal. So I don't know. It was just the... I believe last week was the anniversary, the 44th anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. You know, 
Um, have I seen Miracle? I think I seen it once when it first came out, but I haven't seen it since then. I'm trying to think. So I'm interested to give it another shot here. You know, I, I don't really remember. I obviously I'd, I know what happens, but you know, I've definitely <laughs> seen it. Um, I remember liking it. It's not a movie I've like rewatched a uh, hundred times or anything like that by any means. Uh, Mighty Ducks was a movie that I rewatched a hundred times and actually probably played a big role in making me as serious of a hockey fan as I am. It's probably between Mighty Ducks and the Sega Genesis NHL video games. You know, it was a good time to be a hockey fan. So I was going to say, being a kid growing up and have a, a kid's hockey movie, I mean, that's pretty it's pretty awesome. You haven't been many kid hockey movies since then, has there? So Yeah, right. It was a perfect time, the perfect storm for you to fall in love with hockey. That's good. Uh, so that'll be for next week. But Gomez, yes. before we get there, we got to finish up this week. Oh, yeah, we do. Let's get that wheel going, baby. It's now time for the big finish. All right, Joe. Big finish time. We're going to do a proper big finish this week. I hope everyone oh, enjoyed okay. our... Thing last week we're spinning this wheel let's see what we got here oh 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 okay all right joe it was close to would you rather but we're going back to fuck marry and kill joseph today's edition we got miley cyrus selena gomez demi lovato the oh, old school Disney girls. The old school Disney girls, Joe. What are we going to do here? I have an idea, but I don't know. I'm trying to think. I think you got to marry Selena. I think you got to marry Selena. And then it comes down to who you can tolerate a little more, right? I think that's how it works. For me, I got to go with Demi. Demi is just, to me, she's perfection. I think she's beautiful and the body just perfect to me miley cyrus i think is i think it's a lot of talking i think we'll get a lot of this with miley right everyone's gonna be like you gotta fuck miley you gotta i don't know i think it's a lot of talk i don't know if it's good that's just me so i'm killing miley i said what are you thinking joe that's just how i'm coming with it man this one's really tough because there are things about each one that i like that are different from the other one you know what i mean so it's three Three very distinctly different people, and I like their work. I, I enjoy their sure. like yes. songs by yes. all three of them. They're all great. They all do great things. Hundred percent. Oh man, Selena's on that show. What is it? Only murders in the building. Only murders in the building. I saw season one. It's good. I've never gone back to it, but it's not because it's just there's a hundred thousand things. But this I enjoyed is- it. Look at I Joe feel like struggling. Yeah, I Love really it. am. Like you, you said, marry Selena, and I see the reason for. It. I feel like she would be the sweetest. I think she's more chill. I, I think you have more fun with her. I think she would probably be, be the best wife if I could sure. see myself kind of matching up with sure. any any one of the three. I yes, feel like Selena I mean. would be the best partner. You know what yes. I mean? And it's not to say she's beautiful, and you know, of course. But we, you know, this is strictly who we gonna hang out with, have a good time. I do think. But that's for that reason, I kill her. Oh. 
Oh no! What? Porcelain? What's the matter? What happened? I just there's something about Miley where I'm like, you know what? She's nuts, but I want to I want that nuts. So I'm gonna oh, marry you just, Miley. You a crazy motherfucker. Oh my god. Wow, and, that was a swerve. And using the same logic where I like so like I can't just do that to Selena, you know what I mean? So yes. I'm gonna kill her off, spare her the indignity of having to rest beside me, and then Demi would have to, to take the fuck position. My goodness, Joe with the swerve. All right, I hope you love your crazy masks. <laughs> but then swinging like, at each other, <laughs> I, like, and then I get to meet Dolly Parton. Like that, that factors into it. That's not a bad, you know. I'm, that's a good reason. I can't, I can't fault you with that. You get to hang out with Dolly. All right, all right. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, so I yeah, like I. You know, I, I try to think about these things in the time allotted. You know what I mean? Sure. And, and this one doesn't work because they all got that Disney money, right? They all Correct. got that case. The, so. the money doesn't even play a factor here. Oh, I love it. Oh, let us know on the Facebook group, guys. What are, you, uh, what are you thinking? Is Joe off base? Me? I don't know. I think I think you can't go wrong with any, but I don't know. Mary and Miley, I still I don't know about that one. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the Card Jomez podcast. Remember to follow us on all the social media at Card Jomez. Subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash at Card Jomez pod. Join our Facebook group. It's free. Come talk about what we're watching, what we like, what else is coming out or any new foods you had. Like you said, uh, we talked about the new Wendy's stuff and that new cheese from KFC that I'll be checking out soon. Yeah. So remember to also subscribe to my YouTube over at youtube.com slash Joe Shoes and follow all my stuff at the Joe Shoes all across social media. Mm, the Gomez154, Instagram, Twitter, Blue Sky, all that fun stuff. And as always, that Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash mezmovie. Come on down. Let's have some fun together. We'll be back next week with the hockey bracket portion of our March Madness tournament. Remember to get your votes in in the Facebook group. Pick between the Mighty Ducks and Miracle. Which one will advance to face off against the Paul Newman Classic Slapshot? So that's for next week. But Gomez, for now, why don't we make like Tom and Cruz? Peace!